Hello, and welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Dunnigan. And I feel like uh, I got these sunglasses going on right now. I almost have that feeling of like an actor that shows up and he's like, where are we at? What radio station do we got to suck its dick at right today? Is like, Who do I got to talk to? Like one of those just hungover actors that just doesn't care anymore. And Charlie Sheen near the end of uh, Two and a Half Men, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but you're scheduled to do this interview or something like that. But no, it's just like, I don't know, my eyes are all like this, like swollen, blocked out and light sensitivity and all that stuff. I don't know if it's allergies or what the hell's going on. It's really more of like, I think it's that, uh, I call it like the post-cancer thing is that like, you know, once like all the medication stuff, because there was like that two-year period or whatever, I had like the post-cancer medication stuff. And you're like, oh, this is a great album. I'm never getting sick again. And then like they cut that stuff off from you. And then all of a sudden your immune system's like, oh, shit, we got to work again? Like, oh, God, oh, God, we were just getting all this free funding for a while. <laughs> and then when it's kind of kicking back on, I remember like the first thing I noticed was like, my spicy tolerance like totally went out. Like one day I was just at a Mexican restaurant and I always was like the champ. Like I was always proud of being able to like, I could eat spicier than any man around, you know? I even remember battling a kid from Mexico like in high school and we put, we took pizza and we just covered it. We tried this thing that just pizza parlors just fucking hate. We just covered it in like, you know, hot peppers and so on like <laughs> that. On the peppers just pouring it on. Yeah. Pretty you see the like manager. That. You see the manager just peek <laughs> in the corner like, fucking boss. You're supposed to put a little bit on there. You know, share some for all. Well, whatever. And I remember I ate that whole slice and he got about like three fourths through and he runs out and jumps like face first into the snow outside. <laughs> <laughs> like i am the champ you know like so it's one of those but then you know lo and behold once that like all that stuff went away like my uh spicy tolerance went to zero i remember i was just like in a mexican restaurant and i was eating just tacos just normal ones with regular salsa on it i was just like (gasps) head sweating like (sighs) probably just like if anyone's looking like what's wrong with that guy whatever he got don't i don't want it (laughs) just i'm just thinking like i'm just thinking like you know before like there's that episode of the simpsons where homer he's known as like you know the, the chili champion he goes to his own he goes to he goes like the, 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 with his own spoon until like officer wiggum like pulls out like the carolina reaper or something kind of like that so you're just strutting into like any mexican restaurant and granted it's 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 sonora but like it's it's not it's not close to that close to the border but just walking in any mexican restaurant in there just like your spiciest dish now you're like hmm no not today but then then just like the mild shit like from taco bell like oh my god oh oh god not anymore yeah that's where it was like dude there was one time i was like i put black pepper on it i was like dude oh oh jesus oh, oh, this, this is too much fella i was like I, I don't know and as i said i used to be able to go down to east la and be like give me your spiciest platter here or i'd go into like an indian restaurant or a thai restaurant and be like the spiciest one you have. And they're like, are you sure, sir? You might have to sign a waiver. I'm like, waivers? <laughs> that is for the weak. <laughs> the men have come to eat. You know? So like, <laughs> And yeah, th- now it's like at that point where it's like, I feel I've worked my way back up to about a medium. That- that's where I stand at now. So it- it's been a-, a hard road of progress. And I remember I t- explained this to like my cancer doctor and stuff. I told him about the spicy thing. And he just kind of had to look like, huh, that's weird. 
just like, still, yeah, I, I guess it is weird. You know, maybe it's maybe I'm different. But then there was a podcast that had Dave Mustaine on it, and he talked about his post cancer thing. And he's like, I can't eat spicy anymore. I'm like, there we go. There's proof. I'm just like Dave Mustaine. <laughs> That's one thing we got in common. I just like the idea, of, you know, your white blood cells all like lounging in the living room, just like feet kicked up. They're all playing like they're all playing like video games. I'm doing a whole lot. Then one guy runs in like, guys, guys, the government cheese isn't coming in anymore. Like, whoa, we got to get back to work. They look, out, they look out the window, like on the monitor, like, oh, shit, that's a taco. Like, and just like, there's a, like three of them just going down the pole. Just like, go, go, go. I don't remember how to do this anymore. Fuck, fuck what's your password what's your password i'm logged out fuck some of these white blood cells were born after life the fact that we when we used to work <laughs> but yeah so it's just one of those ones so, so my theory is, tired. is since i have to come up with my own theories on how this stuff works is um is that my uh, immunity is kind of in about that same predicament as like the spicy tolerance thing where it just went to ground zero and now I got to work it back up like I'm a toddler once again. I'm working my way through like I'm a toddler. I remember I told this to Kyle's dad, Steve. He's like, well, why don't you just go out and get a bunch of breast milk? That's how toddlers get their, their like, immunities built up. I was go like, on you, chip, baby. Go. <laughs> I could like, be like Anthony Mackie in Pain and Game. Just walking around. What's that there? Yeah, just, some, just some breast milk. You can just collect it from all over the world so that you're like, I'm getting immunities from all over the place. <laughs> well, whatever works, right? <laughs> you know, you know, like, some people get that meat delivered to them, you know, special cuts. I get different, like different servings of breast milk from around the world. Yes, it's fine chosen, you know, well grazed. <laughs> I'll say here, I'm kind of like, um, because over here, like spicy, a lot of people can't handle their spice here. So, I mean, you know, you still have like Indonesian and good, like, you know, Pakistani food and whatnot. So, it's it's there if you look for it, but on average, like Dutch cuisine, it's like any it, it's very tame. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'll like have like just standard amount of hot sauce, or even maybe just a little bit more. People are like, oh my god, he will lead us, you know. But then like, um, but the, like because I I, I kind of took me a while. I, I usually I didn't like spicy stuff for the longest time, but then I just I don't know. One day I just started eating it more. It's kind of like it's kind of like a. I'm like mid mid range spicy like I enjoy it, but there's sometimes that shit where it's just like, it's just it's just an angry asshole made this an angry asshole with the Carolina Reaper bush just so that you know what like I like hot sauce, but when it's to that point where it's just trying to like challenge you, like I dare you to eat this. Does it taste good? No, it tastes like shit and it's gonna burn your fucking mouth. But if you don't eat it, you're a fucking pussy. Like that that that's the that's where I'm like and I get fucked. And then the guy like and the mouth's the least of your worries, boy. Yeah, gets to the butthole. Burn you twice. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna be there too to watch when it happens. Like, why are you gonna be there? It's because I'm one of them. What I'm into, I'm into this. I make the sauce. I love the pain. He's there. He's there jerking off with his own sauce for lubricant, being like, ah, oh, burns, but I love it. This is what I need. You're in the restroom. He's just like stabbing a hole in there just to poke his eye in. <laughs> no, no, don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. Yeah. Just look, you see like red, red and orange. You see red and orange sauce just dripping by his feet by the bottom of the stall. <laughs> He's like, it's what fuels me. It's what my blood's made out of. It's what my sperm's made out of. I'm all I was hot implying... all around. You can't stop me. <laughs> I was implying that he was jerk. He was using his lube, but I mean, that works too. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, he's like, some people hook themselves up to a vitamin drip. I hook myself up to a hot sock drip. I just hate myself that much, but it's the only thing that brings me joy. I put on a Rolling Stones album and I cook up some hot sauce and I shoot it in like heroin. Voodoo Lounge, not one of the good ones. <laughs> no, no, I need to torture myself as I'm doing it. It's the only way. <laughs> not black and blue, not goat head soup, <laughs> not tattoo you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, speaking of uh, torturing ourselves, I had this bright idea that I'm like, you know what I've always wanted to see is those, uh, there was like a, the Taiwanese um, Dragon Ball made movie in like 1991. I know there's a Korean one that comes before it in like 1990. Oh, but um, yeah, they it's not like they're t tied together. It's just like Korea probably made one. And, and then, you know, Taiwan, which I think was owned by China at that point or whatever. You know, is like, you know what? We could do the same thing too. Like, you know, like we're gonna make one of these in Japan. It's like, ah, oh, could, could you guys send some money? Fuck off. Like, oh, okay, I guess. Can you at least put a Kiritoriyama's <laughs> name on there? No. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I don't know how that kind of went, but you know, you know how China is. They're like, you know, if we can make it, we're gonna make it. Don't don't tell us what we can and can't do. We're Chinese, goddammit. That is kind of the overall attitude. I mean, for the longest time, I assumed this thing was. Um, kind of like the uh how do i put it like um the equivalent to not the equivalent but i, I thought i thought this was something kind of like this thing that came out they weren't proud of it so they just tried to bury it that i found out oh wait no this thing is actually it's it's bootlegged okay it's a bootleg but they get away with as much as they can at the same time even though it's a bootleg and even though i didn't really like it um it is i mean leaps 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 better than like the the dragon ball evolution movie that's an actual copyrighted film yeah like this right here i mean i, I was watching this but like, you know this isn't that good but at the exact same time they can't even use this copyrighted name and this thing still is somehow more accurate yeah, so, yeah. like it's more true it's so weird. And this is Dragon Ball, The Magic Begins. That's the one we're talking about because it does get a little bit confusing when you go to look for them and whatnot like that. But uh, the interesting thing is it, it hits all the main beats of Dragon Ball. And it's not a Dragon Ball Z movie. It's a Dragon Ball one, too, just to kind of there. But um, if you've ever watched either, either read the manga, watched the anime, or even the first and fourth movie, because I literally just watched through that set of them just recently, too. They both kind of do that thing where they sort of do a somewhat retelling, and then it sort of changes as it gets towards the end with the boss. And that's exactly how this feels. Has the somewhat retelling, gives the, the core beats of how all the main characters sort of meet, and then the ending boss is kind of different. It had, you know, done like a movie thing, like a one and done. But um, and I think from this point, like, we'll just mention the characters by their actual names, not by the... The, the new names they started having here, or else that's going to get confusing fast. And I don't even remember half of them, anyways, because I wasn't like when they said it, my mind just translated it like Monkey Boy, that's Goku. Yeah, they just refer to Goku as Monkey Boy. And, um, but at the same time, though, um, I think that one loophole they found a way around was well, it's actually kind of meant to be a sequel to Journey to uh, Journey to the West, which Dragon Ball is sort of like a retelling like season one dragon ball is somewhat of a very very loose retelling of journey to the west more just in 
imagery and like the cast of characters, but like, yeah, you know, um, so I guess that's kind of their loop around it. And so they're like, oh, no, it's not Goku. It's Journey to the West. Wink, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So they got a little bit. Of, hey, we're it's Chinese. We made Journey to the West. Damn it. <laughs> Don't tell us yeah, we can't exactly. make our own movie. But you're calling it Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. It. What if, you know, what's this funny? Is World like, War II. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like the, it's probably the one that China can always pull. And then Japan's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got him. Ah, fuck it, do it. <laughs> we, we can't, we can't out argue that right there. Let's be honest, yeah. we can't. We try once in a while. We act like it didn't happen. We thought we were cool because of like we made Chun Li a main character in Street Fighter. Like, no, no, it's gonna take a little more than that. Like, oh fuck, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, you know, we, Jackie Chan dressed up as Chun Li in a movie too. So you know, well, the healing process can begin, but no. <laughs> But yeah, it's going to take some time. But like, it's weird because they refer to them the Dragon Pearls. And I don't know what it is, but even with like the dubbing, you, it almost has that feeling like like everybody who's saying it like Dragon Pearls. Like they have to stop for a second. Like it's not balls, <laughs> it's pearls. Because it just doesn't come off the tongue nicely. Well, let's be 100% honest. Um, when you say, oh, we're going to get the Dragon Balls. I feel like I can say that with a straight face because I've heard it most of my life. Yeah. But imagine an adult coming in. We're getting some Dragon Balls. Like, oh, okay, okay. So in all honesty, at this time, and even I'll go as far as say like the 2000 and like eight, nine movie, whatever that was. Yeah. I could understand trying to beat around Dragon Ball. Like there's these mystical pearls that summon a dragon. Like I could yeah. imagine just like trying to beat around that at the time because – I mean, do wrong. I, I'm fine with it. I can hear it no problem. But I get it. That, that's like, so they're looking for Dragon Balls. Like, all right, so just to, like from a dragon. Like, no, no, it's just, it's just, they're just called that. I don't know, you know, translation. Yeah. Wait, and I'll say this: Dragon Pearls actually isn't a bad time. If that is, that's what they were named in the beginning, and I wasn't used to hearing Dragon Ball every single time. It, it's not, it's not a bad like secondary choice name. You know what I mean? Like, I will say, like, <laughs> it, it's logical. It makes sense. It makes them seem like they're more elegant. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's also something to the effect of like this movie itself. Like, I'm gonna like, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to like totally shit down its throat because it's not really the worst thing I've ever seen or anything. It's not even like god awful. There's one part where it's like, holy shit, let's wrap this fucking up. There's one point where I'm like, God, this just keeps going. But like, um, overall, I was watching it. I wasn't like waiting for death or anything i was just like okay okay let's do it. all right yeah it's 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 kind of a knockoff dragon ball movie it feels kind of like a knockoff dragon ball movie but at the same time i was still kind of just thinking to myself like this could be worse because i've seen i've seen it worse <laughs> yeah so, we, 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 there's uh, there's proven evidence well it's one of the ones like you, oh, i was go just ahead. gonna say you, you could say you can say like it's a dead horse you don't have to beat it like i don't I don't fucking care. Like they said, they're sorry. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> like that's one of those things where I'm just like, it's an, it, it's never forget. All right. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. Dragon Ball Z is not even one of my favorite anime anymore. It was like one of my favorites when I was like in, in middle school and even like part of high school, but it still really holds a special place in my heart. And I still really like Dragon Ball, but it's not like this pinnacle of anime to me. Like it once was. However, that movie it's like holy shit dude really yeah. fucking really but okay so that, that, that was just my that was what was helped me get through this movie because i just had to think about that like well it's doing this better than that 
Well, that's the thing. Is like I, I will give this movie kind of credit for the fact that if I would have saw this in '97, like right when I got like right when I got hardcore into Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball, right when uh, um, it kind of came out on Cartoon Network and all that stuff. I, as a kid, I probably would have been like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. I mean, you would have known that it was hokey, but I would have been pretty impressed all in all. And I even give it kind of credit because there's there's some stuff in here where people would be like, oh, this is so goofy and corny and something like that. Like, so there's some CG stuff that's in there. I'm like, yeah, but that's 1991 CG. Like, that's actually kind of impressive. You know, like, it's like we haven't had big CG movies yet, like Jurassic Park and stuff. I mean, like, in America, the biggest things is The Abyss. Um terminator 2 but that came up the same year as this so that almost doesn't really count and um you know things like a uh, young sherlock holmes there's not a whole lot of cg being like thoroughly used so the fact that they have a full-on just for a moment like a cg of two characters fighting each other i'm like what do you even compare that to video game wise video games weren't even at that point we're all still in pure 2d land you know in 1990 pretty much when it's probably made 91 when it comes out yeah, like that right there. Um, well, when they just suddenly cut to when like <laughs> Yamcha and Goku are just fighting, and it just suddenly gets the CG. I feel like something happened. Like one of two things happened right there. I think it's either kind of like some footage was lost, and like, well, let's kind of make it like uh, it's kind of video game ish. And I think people will just be wowed because it's CG. So just let's extend some of this fight and make it look like that, just because people will just be wowed and it's a bunch of fucking dumb kids trying to sell us too. They'll, they'll just like, Oh, that looks like fun, you know, or it's just something like, I, I'm trying to understand like why it just suddenly switches to CG for a second. Like guys, this is not in our budget, but if we, if we make it CG, the audience is already along for the ride. They don't give a shit. They'll just go along with it. Yeah. Well, what I think it probably was is like, you know, Chi Yao put all the money into buying a computer because to get a computer that puts CG out, at this time period, like that cost a pretty penny. That was not a cheap investment, even to do CG like this. Because this thing is like this CG. It's like it's one of those ones. If you take it out of context and look at it just as is, it's easy to go. Oh, it's just kind of hokey CG. No, no, no. Just go back in that time period. It's like that's like a fifty thousand dollar computer of you know worth of CG, and that's fifty thousand dollars probably back then, if not more. Those Pixar computers, shit, they're like seventy five thousand dollars back in the day, which means they'd be like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars plus today, you know, to, to do some animation and so on like that. So you know, somebody spent uh, some good money on it. Like God knows how. I mean, maybe it's just sitting in the office for everybody to use, who's making movies and whatnot, but. It's definitely one of those things that it's either one, they just use it maybe as a trial run. They're like, well, we're doing this kind of goofy kids movie. Trial run it on this so that when we get to a serious movie, we'll know what we're doing. It might be one of those kind of th things. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it's it's actually quite impressive when you just think about the time period of 1990 running that CG. That, yeah, if you out of context, it looks kind of goofy. But then you're like, holy shit, that's actually is, you know pretty intense going on right there. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. And um, as far as this movie's its plot goes from point A to point B, it's pretty straightforward, but it becomes less and less like a um, story about Goku and more about the ensemble as a whole. And yeah, sure, Goku does the final blow at the end of it, but it ultimately just becomes a big ensemble with everyone like talking over each other and doing like improv night at at the, the Kame <laughs> house. Um, it, it like, it's one of those things where is it goes on. Cause like I could almost like appreciate how like 
now even though i was saying it's not as bad as the other one i'm going to stop bringing that up after this but like it's one of those things like one of the things like something like the false flag i, I think that how do i put it i feel like a lot of the times like if you're going to make something like adapt something into live action i feel like first off i think people have a little bit of this sense of like well now it's legitimized it's adapted into live action it's legitimized or whatever uh-huh. but then i also like that's the pe- attitude people have at times uh but then i also think there's this thing of like god this looks so cool in live action but this technology wasn't there yet and this definitely wasn't at the budget for it so i think something like this at this time like couldn't really like no the animation already looks better and we're just kind of watching the condensed version of it and then we're also watching like th- these are knockoff versions of the characters like literally like they don't say their name they don't, they don't have the same names but you can kind of tell okay so the main bad guy is kind of a cross between uh piccolo and um and um pilaf uh, um you can tell who's supposed to be who on the team i think the one like random girl that joined the team i think that's supposed to be chi chi i'm assuming that's yeah the Chi-Chi. girl from the very beginning who's like the whole village gets killed that has she has like kind of like the looks like she comes from like thailand or whatever like yeah i'm pretty sure that was the chi chi character yeah and then um it's, it's hard if oh i wonder who the guy in the turtle shell is it's it's that you know there, there's a lot of like like in um but th- then like you know i think like the, the goons like i think one of the because go- there's two goons that kind of went out around as the muscle there's a big tall guy with blue face paint i don't know in particular if that's supposed to be anyone or if they just said uh just a miscellaneous goon and there's a lady a blonde lady with a perm i'm assuming that's supposed to be like launch or or something like that but yeah yeah that's what it might be or something like that um the guy with the glasses i mean there is that big there's like the arnold schwarzenegger like android in dragon ball i don't know if maybe it's kind of like based off him sort of kind of you mean of. Dragon Ball Z, like are we talking Android sixteen or? No, no, no. It's in Dragon Ball. Um, it's one of the ones that from from the um from the I think it's Red from Red Army. Army. It could be from something else, but uh, he literally yeah. it's like he's designed like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got like the same head and everything. It's a giant robot that um Goku fights. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I only I kind of stopped watching Dragon Ball, and I, I want to finish it. I just it just life got in the way, and had never had a chance to go back to it. I, last time I watched Dragon Ball, it was like. I saw the Red Ribbon Army arc once, and I didn't really follow up after that. And I'm meant to, but I, I've seen like the first arc multiple times. You know, the 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 one that's closer to Journey to the West. Well, yeah, and I'll say this: that, that the very first, either first season slash first like three volumes um, of Dragon Ball. That, that's my favorite by far. Nothing else ever compares to that. The only thing that's close, I think, is uh, the Dragon Ball Z's first like two books Same slash. Saga. Yeah, to to uh, pretty much about up to about Frieza almost, you know. But the first two parts are always kind of the best there. But it's one of those ones like I'll say it's like I'm a much bigger Dragon Ball fan than even Dragon Ball Z. And don't be wrong, I love Dragon Ball Z, but I I think Dragon Ball was like my all time favorite. I was one of those people that like I got into Dragon Ball Z, and then you know I didn't like what's this shit? It's way more violent than other cartoons on TV right now. And I just kind of slowly, like the first episode I saw, the very first episode I saw is the one where um, Vegeta turns into the giant ape and um, Yajirobe cuts his tail off. I'm like, this shit is fucking metal as fuck, you know? And then like, but then like, um, 
and I was like, I don't know all the context here. And then like later I'm watching like the first episode or whatever. I'm like, wait, or a second episode, like, wait, Goku dies this early? Well, how, what was the one I want? Oh, there's, they bring him back to life or whatever, you know? So I'm like, okay, there's some show that comes out before then. And then, you know, I went and printed like a video of it that came out. And I'm like, what's this stupid baby shit? They're like fighting giant apes and like breaking legs and blowing holes through each other. Now they're doing this stupid kid shit. And now I'm like, I kind of like the simplicity of the kid shit. I went back and looked at it a little some time ago. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like the simplicity of it. I don't know. Yeah, that's I mean, I, I like that stuff. It's ironic because it's actually more adult in the Dragon Ball one. That's like the thing that people don't really realize. It's yeah. there's way more stuff going on in that one. And especially when it comes down to that those first three books, because I, I say them that way because you can mostly buy them in a three book set or the first season. It's like the equivalent of it. Like that right there is the best part of it all, because what I love about it is it just has the great adventure aspect. They're always going somewhere new. They haven't got to the point where everything becomes fighting, because even in Dragon Ball, like that used to be the thing people go, oh, yeah, Dragon Ball has all the adventure stuff in it. Well, by about season three, it literally season three to five, they're just at the world tournament. They don't go anywhere else but the world tournament. And they just they fight Tien. They fight. Um, uh, what's his name? Master Ch Chow. No, I think so. so the guy that becomes a robot. No, it's the it's the the kind of the guy with the Chinese like he's got the long ponytail. Um, oh, that guy the, that you're talking yeah, about, yeah. yeah. I, I just watched a movie with him, and then they fight Piccolo, of course, and like that's all it is. It's it's not that's bad, but it, it it's it literally like they were doing pretty much all the stuff that like once they get to Dragon Ball Z, where it's like here's you know sixty episodes of like a pure fight. Well, they were doing it in Dragon Ball already, and like it, it it was done early on, but that first run is just so good because it's just adventure-packed and so on. And I think that's why I like the first season of Dragon Ball Z so much, too. You know, nostalgic as well, but because that one still has the adventure aspect in it, too. Yeah, there is a lot of fighting, but there is still, like, all kinds of other stuff going on along the way. I like the extended version of Snake Way, how it feels actually long, and Goku goes on a bunch of miscellaneous adventures to get there, you know, and it's thrown off course multiple times. And plus the, um, like, I honestly, when I was younger, I kind of liked it more as it went along. Like, the bigger and stronger they got, the more I was into it. But in hindsight, when I, like, rebought them on, when I bought them all on DVD and was watching through it all, I was like, yeah, this is fun. And I'm still liking it and I'm still enjoying it. But they're, I'm like, I honestly think I could have skipped this almost big chunks of this season or big chunks of that season because they're just fighting the same guy for that whole season. So I'm like, you know what? Um, really, I think you're right. I think it's strongest when they're going when like Nappa and Vegeta are the are the big big heavies they're going against because for a minute I was like oh well Nappa seemed a big a big deal but then they come up against Frieza they come against the Ginyu Force all this stuff and Nappa is actually just a bitch in comparison but like at that time though when you first see Nappa like no no Nappa has a has fucking presence and it's one of those things like the Nappa and Vegeta the Saiyan saga like all that because even you see like seeing like the main villain become like a father figure to like um the hero's kid like that was a huge big deal yeah you know what i mean so it's one of those things and we'll get that back to the movie proper in a second but um i honestly think you're right i think after it's not that it totally like just drops off a fucking cliff and sucks from there on in but i think after like the saiyan saga that's where it's like okay best part's over it, we still enjoy it it could still be fun but really saiyan saga is probably as good as god for that series yeah, I will say there's there is one more season that comes back hard in that season four, the one that's got trunks, because it's got three different things that happen in that season. That's the one that's got trunks, the garlic junior section, and then it has the beginning of the android showing up. So it actually moves quite a bit around. You're not I think it's just when Dragon Ball gets kind of stuck 
in just the straight long ass fights, and this goes for a lot of animes and mangas in general. They're still good, but I always feel like the, to me what it reminds me of it just reminds me of like when you're making it, you're like, "Fuck, I gotta keep making stuff." Uh, well, here's the thing. This is how I won't have to think for a while. Main character fights this villain. We'll just do this for the next four months. I'll figure out something between here and now, you know, but till then, that's what's going on. Because it's even like the Baki books. Like, the Baki's really good when it's the adventure aspect, and he's traveling around the world and training all that stuff. And then he gets to that tournament, and then it's like 25 books later. Still that same tournament, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's, that's what I mean. It's like, it's one of those ones, like, it's like, it's like yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's still enjoyable. And don't get me wrong, I, I love a good fight. Fights are like one of my favorite things in you know anything but you, you gotta put a little bit of in between adventures and you know switch the scenery up every once in a while I, I think that's just what happens i think it just becomes because that manga schedule is so hard and so demanding that like you get 19 pages out every fucking week we don't give a fuck what you got going on in your life this is you, you want to be a manga artist right well yeah 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 that's, that's fucking right well you know what we print the books we put your fucking name out there on front street you think you're better than fucking all these other people on there believe me there's a fucking kid out there on the street that take your job in a heartbeat he'll eat you right here in front of me he doesn't give a fuck he just wants to draw manga so you better fucking draw those 19 fucking pages. Come rain, shine, sickness, or death. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to resurrect you out of the fucking grave, and you're going to draw another 19 pages. <laughs> don't think that suicide can escape you out of this mess. That's what's written above the hallway of a Shonen Jump. <laughs> <laughs> you have to slap that as it goes. <laughs> yeah, you slap that. Like, you're going to oh, jump to oh, reach oh. it. Oh, wait. Oh, 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 he fucking hung himself. Oh, he's coming back to life. He thinks he's getting out of this shit. This contract ain't over yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got the Dragon Balls. We're bringing them back right now. And guess what? When the Dragon Balls run out, we also got like, we're also like, got like the Necronomicon. You name it. We got it. <laughs> yeah, we bring him back to life, MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything and everything we've collected it because this just happens from time to time. There's actually the pressure. There's um, I um, the show was all right. I wasn't in love with it. I had its moments and I had some things I liked about it. But I remember we on Octa Rock Talk we covered Doctor Stone, and the whole thing with that is people get frozen as stone. A new Stone Age starts, and then people start getting revived and coming out of the stone, and they start reviving people. And one guy they revive. <clears throat> He's like, just, he's frantically drawn. He's like, oh, oh, he's a manga artist. Like, oh, 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 how, how long has it been? Has it been two days, three days? Uh, it's been like 3,000 years. Like, I missed the deadline. And he starts like drawing even faster. Like, oh, he's definitely a manga artist. Like, all right, all right, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, that's totally it. It feels like the only guy that got they got the good contract was the dude that does the Helsing books. I don't know how he did because in his special features, he says he takes an entire year to make that book. Unlike everybody else who makes that book in like two and a half months. Well, it's probably, I don't know what good graces he got, but it seemed like he just like, I'm just moving my own pace, bro. I just do what I want to do. And I just book comes out when it comes out. There must be, he must have had like a kickback on like some of like the, animated shows or something I'm, I'm wondering what he had going on or what good graces he had to get, make that happen but yeah yeah um, he, he must have just not worked in the magazine section i think i think that's probably what it is it's like when you get stuck in the magazine section if you just do the straight if you just get to the, the point where you can just do straight up graphic novels that probably is the more ideal way you may, might not get paid nearly as much of course but it probably feels mm -hmm. like that's the the proper schedule that you probably want 
if you get a, probably a couple like merchandising deals that kind of go on for me, yeah. price like coast off that. But um, as far as going back to this though, um, it's been a long time since I've actually watched Dragon Ball. Um, uh-huh. Well, pretty straightforward, but at the same time, I am a little bit of kind of like <laughs> there's some of the things like all right, it's Asia. Okay. Like when they first introduced Oolong, like, okay, they, they introduced, they introduced like, like Bulma and Goku pretty accurately. And even to the point of like, there's even a little extra in it. Like Goku's like, I'm going to go get us a gator for, for dinner. And he's like rustling like a, a big rubber gator and like, and the gator can talk. So it even feels kind of like dragon. I'm like, okay, this feels kind of like dragon ball. Like he would probably have like a funny, wacky cartoonish interaction with something he was trying to catch. And someone was trying to eat him. You know what I mean? I, I can kind of see yeah. that, you know? And then it was fake as fuck, but it was fun. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still goofy fun. Well, that's the other thing too, isn't it? Son Gohan's still alive in this too. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive too. And I was like, you know what? I mean, yeah, it's gonna, it's kind of campy, it's kind of silly, but if, if it kind of keeps up this pace, I, I, th- I think I can get with this. And then you know, um, Red Ribbon Army equivalent or Pilaf's Army, whatever you want to call it, comes in, takes the Dragon Ball, and Bulma and Goku meet pretty similarly, pretty accurately to the to the thing. Yeah. And then while looking on for the next Dragon Ball, they come across Oolong, basically <laughs> trying to like rape chase fucking like chi chi and just like, you know just like oh shit i don't remember this in the manga maybe it was there and i'm not remembering right i remember he was over but yeah oolong is a very pervert one but i felt like it's it's that weird one that like it, i think in animation and drawings it doesn't look nearly as bad the second you say to put some of that stuff in live action you go oh Oh, that gets intense, and so on, like that, you know. Oh, there's that. They're, 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 so they're trying to be funny, like oh, he's he just trying to get his dick wet. That's all he's shit too long. What do you expect? Yeah, it's just one of those ones, and they, they got like they got like literally like you know beat him up quite a well before he like forms back into like whatever his normal form is going to be. Because at first I was like, I wonder what the hell he's going to really look like. Is this what he's going to be like the whole time? That's a real bizarre shape to carry around. I thought he was really good for a minute. I'm like, okay, is he going to be like a Moblin from like Tears of the Kingdom the whole time? That's what I thought they were going to fucking do for a minute here. But then like after, you know, like I guess that's a thing because this thing, it it tries to remind you of like, oh, yeah, it's also a comedy. So there'll be moments where it's just like, all right, guys, it really feels like they're just kind of like improvising kind of like we're just going to do a funny bit and funny act for a while especially if oolong's on screen and just like oh god let's just wrap this shit up like because i feel like all his scenes are just like look he can transform his first time his little dance or he says it's me 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 slapping his head doing this shit and he like that always takes forever and then like there's such a back and forth like i'm sorry i'm sorry i was trying to fuck the 14 year old girl i'm sorry okay lighter fuckers and like turns into a bat flies away goes up and slaps him out in the air he's just like oh, i'm sorry you can trust me now like okay cool cool and sure enough that's fine from there on in like all right come on i know you guys have a little history but wrap it up you know you know and oolong's got this bowl cut going on that would make him very popular if the mexicans nowadays because that's the popular haircut to have <laughs> if you're down in la i don't know why that i don't know why that ever came back. back it is and it's yeah it, it's what all the it's what all the guys have in the music videos if you ever sit down in a mexican restaurant 
I've seen an Oliver Tree video where he has that, so I, didn't, I wouldn't have guessed that though. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It, it actually has a name, like a not the bull cut, the Edgar. There we go. That's what it's called. I, I knew the Laura Edgar? was listening in on this, so it's got yeah. The Edgar is what it's called, but it, it's a bowl cut. Bowl yeah, cut was you... Guy Gardner is my favorite Green Lantern, but when he's got a bowl cut on, it's just I. I it's I hard to defend him. Yeah, it's, I, I just don't know that when they change that, I'm like, that's good, good. That that's how it should be. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. When you you can call it whatever you want, it's a fucking bull cut. <laughs> yeah, so that's what Oolong has, and uh, you you have to see him and his goofy kind of John Lennon glasses. Yeah, he has John Lennon glasses on, you know. And from that point on, he's like, "Yo, bro, like I'm with you, Goku. Like it's you and me. We're brothers since the beginning. I'm a pig, you're a monkey. Whatever. We're we're the ancestors. I'm just gonna get this out of the way. We're the ancestors." <laughs> to uh journey of the west like oh cool we are we are yeah cool this bump let's do this <laughs> yeah. you know and then like not long after that they bump into yamcha and at first yamcha comes in like with like the poncho and kind of like a a uh, cowboy hat with some kind of like steel around it with some sunglasses as a machine gun like a lot of, for a lot of like you know a lot of the kids that play magic at the at magic at the, at the lunch table look oh wow he looks so cool you know <laughs> yeah he makes me want to get a cold sprite right now <laughs> i could sure go for a sprite <laughs> it's one of those things when you see him just because he looks like the thing about yamcha is i mean i'm not giving any shit to the actor he, it's a job and he had his costume they gave him but it really looks kind of like Every so often, like, and shit, we're, we're guilty of it. We made, like, movies, like, okay, let's make a Tarantino-style action movie. Dude, you wear this trench coat and wear this fedora. Okay. Like, it totally looks like that, you know? And, like, and then you later look, like, here's me posing with swords. Oh, dude, that looks so awesome. <laughs> well, and the, the other thing is everybody has, all the men have, like, terrible haircuts in this, or, like, wigs, whatever the hell those they're wearing. Like, Goku's is... I don't know what's going on there, to tell you the truth. For the while there, I'm like, is Goku actually played by a girl? Like, that was what I literally thought when he first showed up on the he screen. He's kind of like Michael Jackson, just slightly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It looked like Mark, yeah, he was just like one of the offshoot Jackson. Michael five. Jackson. He was a Jackson six stand-in if one of them got sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then it's like, and then Yamcha also has a terrible haircut, too. You know, it's funny because you, you look these people up. I saw them on, like, IMDb. It's like, oh, these guys are all, they, they all grew up and look like good-looking people and so on. I don't know what happened this movie he just I'm got just him in silly go costumes yeah. yeah and so and then this is the one that's even more like okay if you thought some of these other things might have been annoying guess what guess Pilar's just gonna be instead of a cat that flies around we just got a parakeet or a parrot that's just gonna be God, yeah, that, that'd, be a, that'd be a fun day filming when the parrot was just like bouncing like going and then you had it like they had to get like the guy who played oolong kind of like bouncing and like mimicking it back and forth like hey man that that take didn't work we gotta get you in balance with the bird the bird's acting up man it's not me it's the fucking bird well the bird's the only thing we got we gotta do this again motherfucker this is the 15th take yeah there's gonna be a 16th take if you don't get this one right go <laughs> yeah that was one but like yeah they, they just have to throw in the most annoying bird voice you could have and then give the bird like a sarcastic like one of those ones just the whole way through just talking smack but since it's a bird there's nothing you can really do much about it well it was also like 
after a while you ever have something that's just so irritating you don't even like hear it anymore it's just like there, there's like there's like a white noise but it doesn't really like it just it kind of surpasses like annoying you're just like we're here <laughs> no, it's just, we just gotta wait this out we're already this far into the movie and we got a podcast to do it's too late to go back now so you know, it's just, just roll it's with just, it yeah. <laughs> no, that, that 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 probably describes it well too, because that's kind of how it was. Where oh, okay, here it is, you know. But um, once again, like the you know Goku and Yamcha fighting and meeting up there, it's like that's pretty much just kind of like how it is in the anime and the book, you know. Just they're just using whatever. Lo- this movie has that thing. Like it reminds me of almost like it has that feeling that if like you were making a movie in high school, but for some reason they gave you a decent amount of money to make it, you know, because it does have a budget and it does have it like location. So on, but you only had about the high school equivalent of like this movie making kind of feel and so on, but you had at least the right equipment. Like, it's like, here's the thing. You just can't use those names. And then whatever locations we have in the backyard here, that's what you got. Make it work. Dude, is that an elephant? Dude, let's use that. Awesome. You know? Yeah. Um, but at, at the same time, I also feel like, kind of what you said like it sort of feels like hey guys so the class all pulled together and look at all this money we have for a movie oh wow now think we could write a really good little like independent drama or independent comedy with this money no let's make dragon ball like well i mean okay we 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 could we could but or we could just try to like whole class more dragon ball dragon ball dragon ball dragon ball movie dragon ball movie well guys wait what kind of movie make dragon ball movie teachers like fuck it whatever here's the budget here i i'm i'm going next door you know i work with special ed kids all day long but you guys are the most annoying you are the most annoying my teacher really got angry there we just we just shout out our like feelings and so on and you know, someone's in the back of the class shouting at the top of his lungs. <laughs> we're allowed to do that because we're children, but an adult, they can't, they can't unload that on us. They, they, why are they allowed to do that? Shit. We're fragile. We're still forming our frontal lobes. <laughs> but it has that feeling of like, okay, guys, well, we know that we can't, we got to get past the copyright thing. So how can we skate that? It literally just has a feeling of a bunch of kids wanting to make a Dragon Ball movie and then trying to skate past the copyrights all at the same time. Well, it's it's also something. <laughs> yeah, it, it has that. But then also, just going back to Yamcha for a second, because like, I guess they are accurate for like, I guess a condensed like hour twenty minute whatever this movie is. Um, it feels like it's hour. two hours. <laughs> it like, does. It feel, like it felt way long. It did not feel like an hour and twenty. I'll tell you that. It does. I don't. Maybe it was an hour and twenty. I don't know. Oh, but it, I, it I think, is. Okay, but it. It has that reverse feeling of where, it, you know, where like an animated movie kind of feels like, oh, yeah, yeah, it feels kind of, you know, what it is. It's like, no, this one felt like, okay, not, not in a to- total terrible way, but it did feel like, like, okay, well, here we go. There are things like, there are things where, like, I appreciate the effort. And even the beginning, like, not, not, not so much of the attack on the uh, Thai village, but uh, even though that's where some of the most of the budget probably went. Um, but like, there's a lot of explosions. That, like, like, they definitely had an explosion budget crammed in here. Well, even like the fight, we, we jumped ahead, we jumped past this, but even the fight between Goku and his grandpa, like, it's a little silly, it's a little wacky, it's a little campy, but at the same time, it feels Dragon Ball. Like, I imagine, like, I imagine being cooler in my head 
but I could imagine the manga version of that fight. Yeah. And, you know, Goku, it being kind of silly and kind of funny in that way. So I'm like, you well, you're not straying far from the path. And even like going back to like Goku getting lunch from an, a crocodile and him and the crocodile talking shit to each other in kind of a funny <laughs> way. Like that, that's all pretty accurate. Even the thing with Bulma is accurate. So it's one of those things like it starts off kind of, I'm not going to say like it starts off really strong, but it starts off like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with this. But then the more characters that come in gives more opportunity for dialogue which gives more opportunity for like scenes that just don't end and everybody just kind of lingers around while we watch this like comedy act play through and that really depends on what characters are on screen but that's the the, the worst cases of that are like oolong and um master roshi yeah no. yeah well, and Grant, you could tell that like they were making this. The Taiwanese were making this for like their like eight to ten year old audience. That 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 was definitely the game plan. Yeah, yeah, and then like because even like going back to the fight with um with um um like I'll go go back to Yamcha for a second. Like I'll give it credit to the extent of like Yamcha is like um he is always like oh girls oh because that's the funny that's the, that's the funny thing it's the contrast of like. He looks like a badass bandit. And he looks intimidating, but he's scared of pussy, you know? Yeah. He's just like, well, how does that work? You know, but the thing is, we get time to see both sides of him as the show goes on. And we get to see, we get into, but so it's not like we were immediately presented a badass and then we're presented some guy who has no balls whatsoever when it comes to talking to a girl. Where yeah. this, it, they're so immediately so quick together, and he just becomes more or less the guy who's scared to talk to girls, and it just becomes like a one note joke that just keeps going on and on and on and on, and that's all I really get to see other than him fight again at the end. So it's kind of like, even Yamcha, I'm not blaming the actor, but just even his bit, it was just like, okay, all right, I fucking get it. Let's let's expand upon this, you know? Yeah, no, well, it is kind of like that because that, that is the thing in the, in the manga. It's like the joke is, is everybody has kind of like stupid wishes. Like nobody has a good wish that they really want. They all want these really like kind of mundane, like dumb ones. But you can see the, personally to them, that's some, that's all they care about. So I think that's sort of like what it's going for. But yeah, they do. They run of some of those jokes for a while because especially because yeah, I think it's right after the Yamcha one, the next thing they get to. And, you know, they have a couple action scenes in between with like the Emperor Pilafs type. They're like, you know, Flash Gordon gang, because <laughs> that, that's sort of what it is, because like yeah. they have a very they come from space. That's a big thing. Like that starts in the very beginning movie. It's like they literally have this like Flash Gordon meets like Masters of the Universe army comes flying in looking for the Dragon Balls. Another thing that was actually, oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, and they're, they're just dre- dressed up like hardcore 80s sci-fi looking, like sci-fi fantasy. Another thing about emperor pilaf slash uh piccolo was he had this weird thing like i appreciated that he just had kind of like static and one light would light up uh, like you know like he's kind of like i don't think they put this much thought into it but at the same time i just i I think it was just to catch the attention of the kids but like one eye would would be flashing the other eye would like be like delayed and like the like so it's kind of like it's like an unstable energy you know what i mean like it's like like i thought that was kind of interesting the thing that made it bad though is they had the same two sound effects happening every time his eye like blinked red like it was the same sound effect it's like no no you you show that you don't need the sound effect every time i have the same like 
<laughs> yeah, it's no, like, it, okay. it definitely, it definitely did <laughs> repeat that stuff there. You, it's weird. It's it's like that thing. It's like this movie has like high budgets in certain areas, and they see like, okay, this is where we got to cut it at. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also kind of like you know, it's like it's like a high budget episode of a kiss. No, not a high budget, standard budget of probably something around the range of like Power Rangers or something like that. Yeah, because it, it's in, yeah, that's probably true. It, it is like it's like it has that made for TV Power Rangers kind of feel, it's, you know, with just certain other things where there's just a little bit more explosions, and of course the CG once again, like that that right there at that time period, you just you had to have something to run that CG on the computer. So yeah, you know, because that, that's where the first I think when that first real big other than like a couple like you know they show the dragon and the Dragon Balls and some things like that. But I think it's in the Yamcha battle. That's when that first. That's when that first CG where it, like it shows like cuts to like their fists like punching each other, and then it spins back out, and then it's like a whole CG world, and then they throw a couple more punches and kicks and so on like that, which which almost just looks like a like a demo scene of like okay, this is what our graphic engine is gonna look like on the 3DO. <laughs> 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 we, we we got this Dragon Ball fight scene just to kind of show what's possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, then, like, after that, they then head over to the um, Kame house out on the island for Roshi because he has one of the Dragon Balls. And I guess uh, that whole scene, like, that's where everything just came to a flat <laughs> grinding halt for, like, I think literally 20 minutes because yeah, they get to, that I feel like 20 feel like feel like an hour but I, I want to say it was like 20 <laughs> minutes they get to this fucking island and they're like well we need well first off he has Nimbus and they don't call it Nimbus it's called Flying Cloud <laughs> so like Flying Cloud you know so they got to do this whole like like thing to kind of like okay we got to like Goku has to earn Flying Cloud so we got to do that and we got to show how Goku's worthy and Yamcha's not Okay, yeah. fine. Then after that, like, well, we got to get the Dragon Ball from Master Roshi. Well, how are we going to get the Dragon Ball? Well, he wants to see Bulma's tits. <laughs> you know, and just like, oh, how are we going to do this? Then we have this long-winded scene where they have to, like, think that out. Like, well, like, you know, the Mulan's like, I got an idea. How would I just turn into Bulma and I show him his tits, too? Maybe he'll suck my dick, too. Uh, you know? <laughs> you yeah. know the fucking difference. <laughs> Which is, it's that straight out of the, that's straight out of the book. <laughs> yeah. You know? That, that's the Wait, thing. Is all those scenes in there, they're straight out of the manga, but they're just, it's just, some, some of those ones, it's just, just the way they're, they go about them and, like, the extended feel of them. It's kind of goop. Well, then there's that weird part, too. It's like, okay, so Oolong turns into Bulma after taking his sweet, fat time to, like, get it going properly. And once he finally does, the, she goes out there, and they have a proto-fucking Pulp Fiction <laughs> dance scene going on. Jack limbs, like, full Yeah. <laughs> Just because, like, because I remember I got that text from you or whatever. You were like, how long is this fucking scene going? I hadn't got that far yet. And I was like, oh, well, then now it's definitely going on longer now. <laughs> <laughs> and so they get this rockabilly dance scene going on the stairs. And you just of, see you know, the shit coming out as like Buddy Holly. Fuck. <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, and, and then, he, well, no, they don't do the puff puff because this changes up on different ones. He just, she just does like she opens it up, and you know, he goes, <laughs> you know, and then falls over. And like, cool, we got a Dragon Ball now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then, like for a minute, I was like. 
And after they shortly get that, they still have some funny, like, attempts to be funny of just, like, flopping around and, like, you know, because all that stuff, it feels like it takes so long. And then a lot happens in that scene, those two scenes, that one long scene. And, like, yeah. also, I just got to say, like, I like how, like, Roshi's shirt, it's not a Hawaiian shirt. It's just a shirt with just different fonts. I don't know why that jumped out at me. It's just a shirt with different fonts. So, I mean, maybe. It's like the one where you send somebody off. You're like, hey, go buy me a Hawaiian shirt. And then that's like, if it's all they had, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. It also may have been like a last minute thing of like, of like, dude, that we might get because he's literally wearing the turtle shell. But for a minute, for a minute, I was like, you know what? Not that I want Roshi to die because I actually like Roshi as a character. But I was like, did they just fucking kill Roshi? Dude, this movie just got a pair of balls if they just fucking killed Roshi. Because when they, when the aliens come and Roshi starts blasting at him, and you see this like blast come down, hit where he was, like, what? Whoa! Did they just fucking do that? You know? And then I'll say he just shows up like in his underwear, and like, hey, 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 it takes longer than that to kill the Turtle King. Like, oh, all right, great. Yeah, now he's along for the whole ride. Well, I feel like this is our one. They put too much money into probably building the the you know the Kami House bungalow, which still looked actually kind of cool. It's different, but it looks cool. But I feel like that set's like no, you you get some use out of this set. I think that's that's really what happened there. Before like, we no, no, blow no. it up, yeah, yeah, we're gonna blow it up. So you you get some scenes in there. We ain't doing this five minute. Let's get to the point. No, no, no. You you work this. Yeah, yeah, and um. And they go to, and then I actually, I'll even go as far and say I kind of like when they do their whole like Rambo style raid, like on like because <laughs> yeah, like, Oolong literally goes full Rambo. When they do their Rambo style raid on the actual um, like enemy base, like that that was actually I was kind of enjoying that part. Like the movie kind of well, I'm not gonna say it totally won me over, but you saw Bulma running around with a machine gun. You saw like. I think Oolong, he had like two guns or something like that, didn't he? Or maybe he was just like... Well, yeah, because well, he was he was like, he had a bandana on, no shirt, yeah. you know, he had the camo. It's like one of those ones if you had like a husky friend, he's like, you know, I think I'm going to go Rambo 2 for Halloween. And be like, are you going to work out? No. <laughs> okay, then. then if... Why would you ask me that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just want to go Rambo. Sense oh, of okay. subject. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering, you know, if you said Rambo 2, did you mean Rambo 1? <laughs> first blood rambo five maybe <laughs> you know one where he's wearing a shirt you know um no um but then like uh but yeah like that that, that scene was actually kind of enjoyable i'm not gonna say it was like the best action put on screen but it was i found it enjoyable i kind of imagine like a better directed scene of like dragon ball characters like jumping in on a base and fighting a bunch of hordes of people and um it's pretty straightforward they go and they fight and then they do have kind of like um goku and they, they try it's kind of funny because they at this point i get why because when you think about it i'm just going to use Sonic the hedgehog terms because dragon ball because you know dragon is like for a long time they try to present every new rival character is like a mm -hmm. knuckles or a shadow but so many just kind of like, sorry, you've been traded out for this guy. You know what I mean? It's always because it starts off with Yamcha. Then I think it becomes TN. Then it becomes Piccolo. Then it becomes Vegeta. And then he's like, no, no, no. We got Vegeta. We're good. We're sticking we, we with it. 
and even from Krillin for a minute. It's technically so, Krillin, because Krillin is like at first he's like kind of an ass, so like yeah. he's almost like a rival. So because really it follows that that format's like it follows that format till the the end of time. It literally follows that format all through Super. Like don't change it. We've been doing this since '84. I mean, we still have we you still have the villain that comes in eventually becomes a friend even after Vegeta, like Majin Buu, and um. I haven't finished Super, but I heard Frieza doesn't become a best friend, but becomes kind of like more on friendlier terms by the end. Yeah. So, um, you know, that said, um, I am kind of like, so like Dragon Ball kind of has a bad, and Sonic does that too. Every time he bumps shoulders with somebody, that's a bad guy for a game until they're good by the end or whatever. But yeah. Um, so the idea that like Yamcha, like <laughs> you, you think you're you think you're his Vegeta or you think you're his uh, shadow? Oh, God, no, it's cute. Go for it. Yeah, fine. You know, like how quickly he just gets dropped to the side the second like his next bitch comes in. Like I'm sorry, she's younger, she's hotter, and your hair looks like mine. Get fucked. Well, that's that's always been kind of one of my sort of slight problems with Dragon Ball. I always wish they worked a way in there to kind of make all the original characters equal out to the sands. Cause that's the thing is once it becomes a sand party, that's it. There's nobody cares anymore for anything else. And I always kind of wish there was something in there. I don't, I don't care. It could be done by some magic or whatnot, where they're just like, okay, Piccolo, Yamcha, Tien, Chaosu, Krillin, go step in this, you know, you know, portal thing right here. And this is, we're going to, we're going to inject you whatever with sand power. I, I don't care. It could be as dumb as that, but it just equals them out because I always thought that was such a, a bummer thing is yeah pretty much after the sand battle that's like kind of it piccolo's the only guy who sort of stays around but piccolo always has that thing that this is what happens so he's two steps behind yeah he has to either absorb somebody else he has to pretty much kill somebody else to get more power and then he's like for a moment there he's like okay i'm the strongest guy then he gets his ass beat and then goku shows up and goes okay i, I finished my training. i'm glad you held out for the week there you know piccolo thanks next yeah. time get a little bit stronger yeah and so, yeah, I feel like Piccolo is always like it's you know he gets close, gets close, gets close. I mean, that was what made that last Dragon Ball movie at least kind of nice. Like, oh, good, Piccolo gets his shot as being the main character of the movie. And hopefully, like, I don't ever expect Piccolo to be as strong as Goku or Vegeta, but at the same time, at least have him. And that 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 was that was what was good about the um, um, superheroes movie is they did the whole thing where where it was like Goku and Vegeta are off planet and we're, we're the B and C guys. We got to Like there's a time where you would have considered Gohan and Piccolo, the, the A guys, but now they're the B and C guys along with like Krillin and all that. So the idea of like, mm, this, we gotta, we gotta handle this shit. So that was kind of an interesting concept, but, um, and I want, I don't know what the next movie is going to be when it's coming out, but, um, Going back to this one for a second, because then we can talk about other aspects of Dragon Ball if you want. But um, at some point, Pilaf or whatever ate the Dragon Balls just for store. I don't know. He's gonna like just <laughs> shit them out later. I don't know. But like, and then like something I thought was actually. I mean, it doesn't make so much sense why he'd fucking eat them to me. I don't know why he'd do that. But then um, but then like I thought that was an interesting way for Goku to like defeat him is like. Because after like Yamcha and Goku work together to try to beat him, they can't bring him down. So they just jam the ball in his mouth and close his mouth, and the dragon bursts out of him. Like that's kind of an interesting way to do it. 
no, I thought that was a kind of a cool way too, you know. And then you get the big old golden like uh, Chinese New Year dragon comes bursting the out of him. Dragon <laughs> came with the program. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the it's the dragon that came in the kit that you're supposed to paint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how to like paint? Like we gotta do this with indie, every individual scale. Fuck it, just make it all one color. Like ah, uh, that's not green. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah well they, once again they probably had to jump the copyright somehow somewhere whatever they had to do yeah but um but yeah so the dragon comes out they do the wish the wish back um chi chi's whole family and village and whatnot and and then, and then also the other interesting thing is because you think this whole time just like in kind of dragon ball lore that uh gohan you know grandpa gohan is dead and uh it turns out he was just captured by these guys yeah yeah he just Which I captured- will say, like if you would have just done the thing where Gohan died, just to at least li- give that more like, oh shit, that's why Goku's going to fight stronger and go on this adventure. And then do the thing where Master Roshi died even too. That's like, this would have gotten tense. You know what I mean? Like you would have been up in the state. Either that or it's just like, we just kill senior citizens here. Yeah. <laughs> I want this. Like, give me that we walker. Kill, we killed Chi Chi's dad. Yeah. <laughs> give me that walker. And they just shove him down. Like, you know, not even like a whole flight of stairs. Like just three steps. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take, but, take uh, away, take away his like alert necklace. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get, yeah, that, that, that's how you stop. But once they're on the ground, they can't go anywhere. The ground, their one weakness. <laughs> but like, um, they got so yeah. used to chairs and you know, <laughs> sitting high up, <laughs> raised beds. <laughs> But like, um, yeah. So then, then we get that's the movie, and then like, well, Yamcha's like, well, I, don't, I wish for, I wish for like another fight with you. Like, they have a fight, and then just cuts to like CG, and that's where he, oh, he does the Kamehameha in CG. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's like you know, Master Rossi fires some beams out. He just you know points his hand, and a beam shoots out, and he blows shit up. It looked but, like um... he did a. Uh, looked like he did a. Um, um, I forgot what the what's the thing that like. TN does, oh, TN. Like flare, flare something. Well, there's a solar flare, but then he's solar got the, uh, with the, the tri-flash or whatever the heck it is. Solar flare or tri-flash. The solar flare is TN's moves, right? Yeah, that's what TN's moves they teach is Krill, and the, but that's like the blinding one. And then he's got the beam oh, where he shoots flare. that beam and, you know, it just destroys shit. Krill has one of the most badass ones, but no one else really ever... I want to say, like, go the destructor disc. Yeah, he uses it to take down Frieza, but Destructo Disc, like, like just by just you know, he's like you're throwing a fucking saw blade, and everyone's just like Krillin's weak as fuck. Like, he's throwing laser saw blades. Come on, come the fuck on, you know? Yeah, as as I said, that's that's one of my things. I just I just always wish they equaled that roster out a little bit better, you know? Because that's pretty pretty much what Dragon Ball is. It's like if you had a fighting game that had like. 24 characters and you know some characters were just way more overpowered than everybody else is like that's sort of how it feels and they're like we're not gonna fix that whatever you said you, well, you, you uh, didn't come I, here to play krillin did you well i, I kind of like krillin yeah of course you fucking like krillin <laughs> well i i feel like i feel like whenever i play like a dragon ball z fighting game i feel like more than often not i mean yeah sure goku and vegeta play just fine but i like playing more as like I feel like he's not my favorite character in the franchise, but for some reason, in Fighter Z or Z Dragon Ball, yeah, Fighter, Fighter Z, Z. Fight, yeah, Fighter Z. Um, I think my best character is Captain Ginyu. I don't know yeah. why Captain Ginyu 
you know, is my best character. I'm not sure. I'm not like really, uh, I really don't have any real major strategy, but I just won most fights with him. So, and, but I really like Krillin. I really like, you know, I just thought a lot of the eyeball character, kid Goku, you know, a lot of the oddball characters. Yeah, no, same here. I, I, I like all that stuff too. And as I said, because at least in the, in the video games, they, they, you know, the characters are equaled out that way. You know what I mean? Other the fact that it's some of the older ones like Budokai and so on, it's like, well, okay, Yamcha can't go super Saiyan or anything like that, but you know, but still it's like, I just always wish in the stories, like, because that's literally the farther I get to Dragon Ball, it's just like everybody just takes a back seat, you know, all, all the main characters. And it's kind of like all the, the main main characters, and then it's pretty much just Goku and his new friends. That's really what it is. Like one of those stories where Goku got all these friends, <laughs> and then he got, then he kind of got some, uh, you know, he got kind of up the power scale, you know, he got a better job, you know, he got his career started moving ahead of everybody else's, and then he kind of just wasn't hanging around them as much anymore. He'll like take a, he'll like, you know, like he'll send them like a Christmas card, but he won't really invite them to like a lot of whole family functions or anything like that. Like if he sees them in a restaurant, he'll like, oh, hey guys, he'll go up and like say hi, talk to them for a minute. Like, you guys, you guys see this covered? Like, we're doing fine. We, we, we got this. Like, you sure? You sure? Like, we got it covered. Thanks, man. Like, okay, well, right over there. You know, like, you guys have a good one. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? he goes back and sits at a table where there's like, plenty more seats but he just like oh hey yeah no, no, it's all good you know you stay over there we're good you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's kind of a sand party i'm just saying you know just I'd, invite, I'd invite you guys but you know you're not, you're not sand so you just wouldn't, not, you wouldn't relate you know it's just a different world thing it's not a racist thing it's just like it's it's not a race thing it's 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 just a it's a culture thing you get me right you know there's like six of us left you know yeah. it's one of those things you know as long as me and vegeta keep spawning new children we can make more of them you know but that's about it yeah we brought back napa once that didn't work out so well no no we try to yeah you think we we think we're not very progressive try shocking a napa shit i mean yeah he, he came back and he was still anti-earth so you know we tried to talk some sense to him and then vegeta blew him up and it felt like a waste of a wish but we tried <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is, though, right? Um, Raditz is Raditz is falling down. Like, what is the equivalent to saying QAnon? You know, so we can't really like, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't don't bring shit up to him. Yeah, you know, don't bring him up. To, you know, it's one of those ones. You know, once you get stuck in those ways, it's hard to come back. So, so yeah, we're just making do with who we got left. <laughs> no, um, no, it's one of those things. Like I was gonna say, um. I'm not talking about like a Dragon Ball like adaptation, but I think that I am okay with like, cause I want to say there's a, I don't know if it's a movie or a show, but there's some kind of like other version of Dragon Ball coming out where it's like, what if Vegeta landed on earth around the same time as Goku? And it's at Here's least babies. An, it's an, what? Like, like they both land there as babies. They're at least kids. They're both at least kids. I don't remember if they're. Let me see if I can find this thing. Um, I don't know I don't remember what it's called, but uh, Dragon Ball reboot. I know that they are at least like kids. Um, kid Vegeta. So it's like, it's like Go Tanks and Trunks, but it's Vegeta. No, it's it's literally it's literally um, it's literally. No, this isn't the thing. No, it's literally like stuff. kid, kid Vegeta. Let's see this, kid Vegeta. This has to be so thrilling for people to hear me poorly type shit out. 
Yeah, I don't know where I can't find it. I saw a, 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 an actual trailer for it some time ago, but there's some kind of like Dragon Ball, like I don't know if it's a movie or a new show, but this thing where it's like a retelling of Dragon Ball, where it's he's a kid and Vegeta somehow gets to Earth at the same time as Goku around the same time as Goku and like what if Vegeta was there earlier on so then it's so slip off and fall and hit their heads at the same yeah. time <laughs> well I, I still think one of them's like a dumbass one of them is Vegeta you know but at the same time like I think um I think that that sounds interesting but I honestly would, wouldn't mind because I think that we're at the point where Dragon Ball just keeps on the only thing Dragon Ball can do is get bigger and bigger and bigger and I honestly wouldn't mind if they did like not like a full on like maybe a side thing but like kind of like a reboot of Dragon Ball on the side but also found a way to incorporate Dragon Ball characters you know like kind of keep them there because something about Oolong like okay yeah he can turn into shit but make it something kind of interesting like maybe like the idea that like oh no there's another fighter there we need someone to hold him off and oolong turns into like say it's a big guy oolong turns into that big guy or turns into like another fighter they've came across earlier he's not as strong as that guy but he could at least since he took the form of him he could like you know do some actual fucking damage or maybe yeah. they bump into krillin a little sooner you know what i mean like krill maybe because krillin you know he could be like a disgraced monk or something you know to prove himself just any number of things that kind of like make just to mix it up so it's like we don't have to say because we're wrong I, I like i like dragon ball but i mean i, I think we could just do a, a, an interesting reboot of it by this point i'm not talking about a live action reboot i'm not talking about something produced by disney or some shit i mean I like yeah something produced by toei just mix it up a little bit you know just so it's not always like they're fight they're another guy from space or something from their past like just mix like maybe they bump into the red rhythm army or just bring in aspects of z even sooner but just dragon ballify it you know just give it more time to build up you know well i think that's the key thing is, is just to give it more of that adventure <laughs> aspect because that's that's really the thing that makes dragon ball so interesting that's why I like one of the best dragon ball movies i kind of forgot how good this one was but there's the fourth movie that um, it's like the power of, what is it called? Dragon Ball, the power of, I can look that up real quick. But that fourth movie is one of those ones where, like, it came out in 1996. Um, and uh, what the heck is it? The power of, stupid thing didn't pop up. Whatever, it came out in 96. And it's one of those ones where, like, they double down on the animation. The animation looks, like, way more detailed than in anything else ever made by Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. And it's an hour and a half long movie where it does, like, a retelling thing and then kind of goes into its own thing. But it it just captures so much um, great elements of all the Dragon Ball stuff in there. Kind of, like, pieces together. Like, it, it does, like, season one, like, right before Krillin sort mm -hmm. of comes. But it hits hard, and the action's really good. The animation's, like, way over the top. They got some, like, hardcore, like, shading and lighting going on in it. It's interesting because it's just you don't see anything else that ever has that caliber of quality to it. Now, granted, this is made pretty much right after Dragon Ball Z is completely done. So this would have been that probably in-between period where they're like, well, what are we going to do next? Uh, make, make a high-end Dragon Ball movie, you know what I mean, for everybody who might have missed out on that and sort of give them a, somewhat of a catch-up. You know, but it does still do its own thing at the same time too. Um, yeah, yeah, that, it's probably as I said, that's the best Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball anything 
movie, I think, is that one right there. I think I saw something for that. I never saw it, but I, I want to say I actually am aware of that one. Um, God, I it's the one where Goku has orange pants and a blue shirt on. That's that's really what gives it like that's the movie, look. right? It's like a feature length film. Yeah, so it's a feature length animation. Um, as I say, it, it came out pretty much like when everything else was done, and then it was just like, oh, we need to make some money off this. I don't know how they kind of went about it, but they're like, let's make this, and then they made GT afterwards. Okay, okay. I'm trying to because I know I saw a trailer for this, like an actual animated trailer with like um, Vegeta, but like with the, with the child Vegeta. But I honestly don't remember what it's called. I put in Dragon Ball something just a bunch of other things so i just i don't know i, I can't find it for life of me but you know yeah is it, what it, it, sure I, that's, all, all i know is it's the fourth one well here we go it's right here or well, the fourth movie the one you're talking about well it's the fourth dragon ball what the path of power never mind my bad path of power yeah so that that's the one it is um yeah because then the, the next movie did that, that's that's the last movie other than the gt ones that come out till uh the battle of the gods so Battle of the Gods, yeah. Um, but uh, but that path to power one, I was like, man, I forgot that movie's amazing. Like that's like the one. Like if you had to show somebody a Dragon Ball, and you're like, I just want to show them one thing. I'm not too sure if they're gonna be into it. Like you would go with that one. That might almost be a little too much, but path to power. Okay, I'm gonna, I think I know of that, but I've never actually seen that one so i'm gonna actually have to watch yeah. that at some point go out of your way to check that out as i said i have them all because I, I bought like when i was on like a dragon ball marathon like in the last couple of years i did the thing where i read all the mangas because i always wanted to do that so i read through all that but then i was like you know what i don't have is i don't have i only have a handful of the movies on vhs but that's it so i went out and i got all those sets that had the v, the movies in it so there was like a pack of four that had the dragon ball ones and then there's like three packs that have all the dragon like have the 13 dragon ball z movies all on it so I just got that complete collection. And then because I was being feeling nostalgic, I decided I'm like, I want to have the original dubs of the first two movies of Dragon Ball Z because I want to remember what it was like in 1997. <laughs> What's interesting is the one that you were talking about like earlier, the one you were talking about like the Path to Power one, I'm thinking about that. Like, like for all you old people, like here, here's since the kids don't have to watch all that years of shit you grew up with. And then I'm like, I mean, well, it came out a while ago, but at the same time, like, okay, okay, I, 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 I kind of get it. And then all of a sudden they did that with one of the Pokemon movies. Like, we're retelling his origin story. He doesn't meet Brock and Misty. He meets these two other fucks. And then, like, like God, it's, yeah, it's been that long, hasn't it? And we get rid of the whole, the whole like, thing with him escaping the sparrows and all that. That happens in the first five minutes. And then beyond that, we're just on to the next story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They do that kind of stuff. It's one of those ones, like, none of that stuff I ever think replace it because I actually, like, I'm the kind of person who I like the filler stuff of Dragon Ball because I actually, I think the filler stuff is sometimes more interesting than just the straight-up fighting, you know? So that's why I've never been a big fan of the Kai series. I'm like, the Kai just took out all the fun, I sort of felt, like, in Dragon Ball Z. Like, I watched that first season of it, and I was like, no, not for me, you know? Then, I, I think there's a, you could be, if you get like season three maybe with like one of those ones where it's like okay here's 40 episodes of goku fighting frieza now it's condensed to 12 episodes that might be a little bit different but yeah maybe if you kept in like the side episodes and the filler and like bulma fighting a giant crab but then you kept then you like skimmed some of the um longer battles that don't need to be there 
Yeah, that, that that would be the perfect Kai for me. Is just just shorten some of the battles that kind of have that extended feel just to get another episode out, you know. Or the ones mm. that sort of kind of repeat, like, you know, just like like the first 10 minutes is kind of what just happened the last episode, you know. And it, not as big deal when you're watching on TV back in the day, but when you're watching it on, like, the DVD set, you're like, dude, I just watched this two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, no, uh, um... But yeah, it's just fun to, you know, anything Dragon Ball, it's like one of those things. It's like, it is that one that, yeah, it, it, it's kind of up there as like, you know, those like those pinnacle, like top animes of all time. And I know it's that one that I feel like probably the younger generation looks and goes, I don't get what's why this Dragon Ball Z is so popular and so on like that. It'd be like, it's that thing where it's like, yo, when we only had like 10 animes to choose from, like this one really stood out. Like, I think that's sort of like the why it resonates so big, even though granted it still is lasting. It's not the Dragon Ball. It's like Pokemon. It, it still hasn't really lost its or Sonic the Hedgehog. Like they still kind of keep up with the generations, even the younger ones and so on. But it is that one that like no matter to me, it's like it's always nostalgic. Like I was kind of thinking when I was just watching I'm like if I only had like 10 season sets of an anime and 10 season sets of like a, of like an American type show. Like, and that was all you had for the rest of your life. You could never watch anything else, you know, and you know, like on your American side, of course you had your Batman's, your X-Men, you know, Spider-Man, you know, Johnny quest, all that kind of stuff. But you know, I think of the other one, I'm like, well, first and foremost, I probably would choose Dragon Ball Z would be the first one I'd want to have out of all those other sets. You know what I mean? I mean, of course I'd have to have some cowboy bebop and some full metal alchemist, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Some Ronma one half, but it's one of those ones where it's like at the end of the day, I, I can continuously, you know, as you know, you might rotate between the movies, the book, you know, the anime and so on. But yeah, you can always watch Dragon Ball and it's always good. I need to circle back and finish Super. I watched well, Jalison need to circle back and just finish Dragon Ball. I got to like the Red Ribbon Army arc and then I just stopped. Not that it was bad, just, you know, life got in yeah. the way and I, I missed the schedule for it or something and I need to just get back to it eventually. But um, just to be fully caught up. Yeah, yeah I gotta finish it, it feels I like one of those super. ones. Like, I remember when I kind of fully caught up on everything. It was like it felt like okay, good. I feel like my life is completely <laughs> like one of those things. Like, well, you feel like you're you're sort of missing out. Like when you you don't have it. Like this, this is something I should be caught up on. You know, it'd be like not being caught up on the Batman the Animated Series. I feel like one of those ones. I feel like something would be off. I if there were some episodes I was missing in life. You just you just get to the last issue you just close the final book on like the dragon ball manga like well okay just grab a shovel just go in the backyard <laughs> dig a hole and then all of a sudden you get a notification that like oh there's some movie dragon ball movie called battle of the gods coming out like to be continued and you just leave the shovel there <laughs> like i'm not gonna read i'm not gonna put the dirt back that there i still gonna leave no 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 because i'm gonna need it probably sooner than later but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but no oh uh, yeah it's, it's well worth going through all that stuff because you know it, it's all fun in different ways super is the one that that's the only one i've only watched the movies of it i've never watched the show or read the manga i feel like it's one of those ones i'm fine with just kind of with the movies like you know if i get you know antsy i could always watch the manga or read the anime but i might one of these days just buy the mangas and just kind of start slowly going through that if i feel like i need a new read my only thing is I, I wanted to jump on the new ship, but Super does the thing where it makes full seasons out of the two new movies, and then you would get onto the new shit. And I'm like, Ugh, I, I already watched the movie, got the point across. I understand this probably expands on some things, and I appreciate that. But at the same time, like, 
I, I saw Resurrection F in theaters. I saw Fury of the Gods in theaters or whatever. Yeah. Can we, can we just jump to the brand new shit? Can we just do that? You know, so um, and I kind of part stopped halfway through the Resurrection F arc. But, um, you know, you know, well, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out again eventually. Yeah, well, it's kind of like the same thing with the manga, too. It's like, well, it's not a curatory Yama drawing it, so I'm not nearly as interested. Like, I hate to sort of say it, but, like, that, that's half. That's sometimes, like, half the reason you read a book is because you like the artist, you know? And I get it. We, you know, when you get old, you're like, fuck it. I, I drew... Because I thought about, like, if you add up, like, like he like just Dragon Ball alone, it's, like, over 10,000-plus pages. <laughs> just <laughs> mind-blowing. So I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. But it's, like, at the same time, it's like, well, you you know, if, if he was there, I you know I'd make sure he, he you know he doesn't go hungry tonight. But since he's not drawn, I don't I'm not too worried. That other guy can go hungry for all I care. I'll I'll, I'll get around to it someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's a great artist. I'm sure he's doing fine in life. I'm I'm pretty sure there's there's food on the table every night. <laughs> but it's not a Kiritoyama drawing, so I'm not nearly as interested. Kind of like when Frank Miller doesn't draw a book. I'm like, not nearly as interested. I know he might not draw as good as other people, but I like the way he draws. It's goofy. It's weird. It gets goofier as time goes on. That's mostly not what happens to most things, but <laughs> that's how it goes with Frank. I thought him and Andy Kubert were a good team up because Andy Kubert, I mean, it's different than Frank's style. But Is that, is that the Daredevil ones? Andy Kubert, well, he's, he, that's the, um, that's the, uh, um, the third Dark Knight Returns book, but he was also he was he was Grant Morrison's artist when he was doing Batman, and he was oh, also yeah. the uh, artist for um for I think Flashpoint. So, um, well, the, the nice pretty- thing too about that Batman three is that they are drawing in Frank Miller style. That, that that's what makes it cool. <laughs> well, like the, the side issues, yeah, the the the. the, the from the world of dark Knight, when it shows the mini issues like, okay, Frank, got, Frank got to go do whatever Frank does over here. Yeah. And you, so you still get actual Frank stuff too, which is cool, but yeah, but yeah, dragon ball magic begins. It is definitely filled with a lot of magic. You will feel the magic when you watch this, you'll definitely feel it when you see some weird stuff on the Roshi Island. But uh, I think it's well worth watching for any Dragon Ball fan. It's like one of those ones you just might as well at some point. It's not like you got to stop everything else Dragon Ball you're doing. Definitely do it later in life. Yeah, we watched it off YouTube. There's That's the great thing about YouTube nowadays is that they just don't care about old movies like they once did. I mean, they still pull things down left and right because I do find in my, my list. I'll be like, what the hell was that movie that was taken down? Now I don't even know what it is. Could you at least leave the title up for me so I know <laughs> the search for it again? Because now I don't know what it is. It's just a blank spot. But for the most part, it feels like they're they're not nearly as like that's like the, that's on their low totem pole of things to worry about is people uploading fucking old <laughs> kung fu movies and shit. But um, but yeah, worth checking out at least just to see it, just to say you have. Uh, it's, it's it's fun enough. That's the thing. It's like it, it's not god awful. It's it's fun enough. I mean, gosh, you know, I've, there's probably worse movies that I've watched throughout time that I've watched more often. So I, I'm not putting it down and. For what it is, it's in for taking it's like the side roads it has to sort of side sweep around. It's pretty darn accurate, all in all, you know. For one more time, it's uh, better than the actual licensed movie, and um, yeah, there's some, there's a couple of moments and a couple of scenes that are enjoyable. Like I'm not gonna say I loved it. I don't even feel the need to ever watch it again. But it was one yeah. of those is is someone who likes Dragon Ball. It was just an interesting little history, like history, and I guess a little piece of history of it, you know. 
Yeah, it's one of those movies. If you watch it again, it would only be well worth it if you had a bunch of a, a group of guys together that was all into Dragon Ball, and you had a couple of beers and you watched it that way, and you did sort of an audio commentary. I feel that would be the second way you would watch it. That would, that would, yeah. Because <laughs> that was what I was saying. I'm like, this is, I'm like, this movie feels weird to sit here and watch by myself. It feels like I need somebody to watch it with. <laughs> no, I, I'm kind of there too. So, sitting in my living room at like midnight watching this, like, you know, yeah, I had just... headphones on watching it too. So, it felt like I was like really into it. I was watching Days of Thunder before this. And then I, then I was like, well, I'll just go to Dragon Ball next. There's that thing. Like, I've, I had, I, you know, there's, I, I immediately got that thing because when you're younger, there, let's, let's not bullshit. There's that thing that sometimes you'd be watching an anime, whether it was like, a fan service scene or just like something that you knew your parents weren't going to get. You kind of have your hand with the controller just in case they walked in on this moment. Like, you know, like what the fuck's he watching now? Like I kind of had that feeling watching this movie in my own house, like at like 12 o'clock at night, you know, my, my wife, she's already married to me, but like, this might be the thing. Like, no, we're done. We're done. We, you're watching a pig man try to fondle like a fucking Ford. No, no, I'm not. It's just, I, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely has those kind of scenes in it where you're like, Oh yeah, here we go. Whatever. I, I like weird shit in movies. I'm not going to stop watching them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point of the movie you're like i wonder where this is gonna go that's all i yeah. think when i see those scenes huh that's interesting what i wonder what the director was thinking right here you know what what kind of traumatic experience did the writer have that he had to shove this in i just am imagining just kind of like all right like they, they sit down to like the the 14 year old actress and just like so here's your motivation <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, you're gonna be really scared when you see the makeup. Yeah, don't tell her. He just like they just they don't tell her. It's like some like gorilla style film, and he just like bursts through the wall like ah! just chases her out the door. <laughs> you know, bring your fucking that's, home that's thing. true terror, right? Going on right there. Those are real tears. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing we're doing some like we're doing some Kubrick shit here, okay? We're going to torture our actors before we get to the right scenes. But, um, but yeah, yeah, go check it out. It's worth seeing. Till then, go to oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, comic books like Pizza Boys, old animation videos, and all that fun stuff. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Zenigan. And we'll see you some other time. Later, folks. <laughs>